Hello, welcome to the Square Base Show. I'm your host Rob, and I'm joined by Mr. Val Heffelfinger. He is from Woo! Canada. Please don't forget he's from Canada. And in this show, we are going to be talking about the resources that you can find online to help you play the old world. Yes. Ooh. Robert, could, a, could an American dance that silly and look like a child entertainer? No. No, 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 no. Just I, hold I'm, mouth, I've been waiting all week for you to tell me whether or not you have made it into the Canadian Wiggles. Uh, so is that uh, is that happening? I have not made it into the Canadian Wiggles. Uh, no, this, it has not yet happened. But you know, people are pulling for me. I hear, I hear, I've got a good word in there for me. <laughs> I actually don't know what the Wiggles is, but sometimes dads tell me about it when they're at Warhammer events, and the look that comes over their face is indescribable. I can't. It, it, I, sometimes I think it's pain. Sometimes I think it's joy. I'm never sure what the look is though. I just, I just have to say that, that like, there are a lot of like things you can do on the internet uh, uh, to, uh, you know, uh, get get an audience and to uh, perhaps, uh, as you do, make a living at it. And um, one of them is children's entertainment. And thank your lucky stars every day that you are not blippy. Um, that's uh, although you know Blippy is probably filthy, stinking rich at this point. So maybe Blip, the joke's on us. Maybe yeah. the joke's on us. You got this, Blippy. I don't know who you are, but good <laughs> luck. Good luck, Blippy and Bluey living together. I think. Um, oh, Bluey is far, no. Let's not let's not conflate the two things. Um, I, I apologize. I don't know which one I'm demeaning there in that situation. Uh, definitely Bluey. Oh, yes. Okay. Bluey is a Bluey is a, a, a national institution, but we digress, Robert. We digress. We do. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thanks to everyone who's watching this. Uh, what's exciting about this show is this might be the show, uh, the the last show that we have as a YouTube channel and a podcast with under ten thousand YouTube subscribers. It's pretty exciting. Uh, like I would I would say that like normally I'm not too one who's too bothered about this stuff. Uh, I really have never been. Uh, oftentimes I talk to a lot of content creators. They always say make one for you and one for them. And I've always been in the process of only making ones for me. Uh, therefore <laughs> 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 Therefore, my growth has been fairly stimmied by that. However, um, it has been really exciting to see everyone kind of tuning in over the past, you know, like 30 days or, you know, like two months or whatever. So it's whatever been whirlwind we've been on. Yeah, yeah, no, it has been super fun. And and like, yeah, number go up is is always great. Um, I think by the time we actually publish this video, we'll probably be over 10,000. Um, but that is ins that's insane. Like we, I think the, the channel opened up on November the 4th. So everyone who has subbed, thank you so much. It means a lot to us. Very, very um, the comments kind. are still are still frothy. We're still getting tons of engagement. I hope people are actually, um, you know, starting. And, and now that we're actually getting into it, being able to play, life is good. That's pretty exciting. I actually have my first, well, not my first game, but like my first real, real, real game lined up on Wednesday night. So a couple of days from now, uh, which oh, in Lovely. fact tomorrow night, tomorrow night, uh, which is fun. Looking forward to that. Um, and then, uh, yeah. People, I think people around the world, like there's events popping up. People are booking stuff in. A lot of beginners events as well, which is fun mm -hmm. to see. Uh, we could talk more about that in the bit. Um, but yeah, it's been got, it's been really exciting. I've got uh, I've got some some good pals coming over on Saturday. They're gonna we're gonna do a teaching game. I'm gonna actually call it a learning game because I'll be learning and teaching at the same time. Mm. Um, you know, one of them is a a buddy of mine that we used to play with. Uh, you know, play. I play the probably the first person I played Warhammer Fantasy with ever. Actually, 
is is going to come out of retirement. He's going to check out the old world. Uh, I'm so excited. I've been trying to get him to to uh, fall down the Warhammer rabbit hole for years now. Um, so I'm very pleased about that. And we're going to learn the game on Saturday some more. Oh, we love that. That's great. Well, the uh, the um, I also had an event this weekend. So uh, I know yeah. while watching this back, the the content uh, pipe has has dried up a little bit at the moment. But that's just because I've been working super hard. But this week I've got just a very chill week. I've got a, a Shatterpoint event on Saturday, which I'm playing in, and then other, which is my favorite game by far, for, just for everyone to know. Uh, so when everyone's like, I think Rob likes Old World more than Age Sigmar, or maybe he likes Age Sigmar more than Old World, you're all wrong. It's Shatterpoint. It's my favorite game. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I would let you know, I told, I sold a total of two tickets to the shout point of it this weekend so no one else agrees with me uh, <laughs> no one else i don't even like star wars that much but whatever um uh but uh yeah so i've got a pretty chill week so i'm gonna be churning the content i'm i'm kicking the engine it's starting again uh so recording a bunch this week which is i'm um, very fun but i had an interesting more event this weekend val sorry for going on and then yeah, a, a bunch of the guys that came up uh, are also playing at several of my um square based events uh, like at the TSN arena and right. they all brought up their thousand point armies and they were all playing some like how does this work Warhammer uh, and, nice. it was, and it was just so fun uh, Toby was playing with his uh, chaos and he was constantly trying to get like new upgrades on his chaos sorcerer lord which his chaos sorcerer lord ended up as like strength six for no reason because he kept rolling <laughs> the sixes which is silly um, really really fun there was some great like the combats were really engaging I will say the rules like, and it's really hard to express this unless you're like a really crunchy rules guy, uh, lady MB, whatever. But like hashtag bast. But the if you're a rules person, mm -hmm. the rules should be rules for chess are just about like the game, right? They don't tell a story. Mm -hmm. But this is a game predicated on a story for the miniatures. They're like it's an actual like tale, and mm -hmm. the rules do such an amazing job of creating constant story moments, which is so fun. Uh, I think that's a con that's a concept that I think you helped me stumble upon earlier. I don't know when in this show, but just the idea that like mechanics drive storytelling. Each one of those mechanics creates an opportunity for something specific to happen, and so yeah, they they are a little cumbersome, but it does give a lot more. I don't know granularity gives a lot more detail to the battle that's happening on the table. So it's really great, and I have to also agree that it's been fun. Because um, again, I've been living in eighth edition fantasy for about two years. Haven't really actively engaged with 40k or AOS in or anything Canada. else in Canada. <laughs> um, although I have played in the states, out in, in Rochester, um, uh, and uh, and anyway, it's been fun seeing like people coming to it from 40k, especially the most recent edition of 40k, and being like, "Oh yeah, like building characters is so much fun. Like all of these, all of these upgrade options are so much fun. Like I forgot that this was something I really loved. And it's, I'm curious if like, um, like, cause GW has had this, this view of like simplification. Um, but perhaps like the wrong kind of simplification, like there is, there is, it is a hard line to, to walk sometimes, um, between like, you know, elegance and simplicity. And I would never call Old World elegant. It's definitely not elegant. It is a it is an elephant with two left feet, uh, but uh, four left feet. But like, it is cool to have all of these things. And as we gain mastery of the rules, and like, it becomes a bit more of a second language to us. Like, these games are going to get really, really cool. Um, and I already felt that, like, as as like grinding as my first tabletop experience was last week. Um, 
like in having to like reference and check things and look stuff up and all that kind of stuff. It was still a really satisfying game at the end of it. Um, yeah, I Richard think, was. Oh, uh, Tech Freeze Dickie was very mad at me for having taken orcs and goblins, which each have each unit is like, and just goblins. So everything was random. Everything had like a half page of rules. I did not pick the easiest army for my first time out. Uh, anyway. Uh, well, I was going to say, I was like, actually, do you know what? I think that's a great message early in the show for people who are out there about to play first, first thousand points, going to play your first event, whatever. Take the time, like, uh, you know, Hazel in the chat saying, you know, she's finding it unironically hard to learn the rules. I think that's, uh, again, a really fair statement as well. Me too. Let's just let's just take a moment. I'm also having to constantly re-reference stuff. This isn't because oh, I'm yeah. some, some sort of king on a mountaintop. Like, what I mean is I've been trying to make, like, serious tactical videos. Um, but, like, even that person who's dedicating that volume of time is still learning, relearning. Today, in one of our WhatsApp chats, I was just like, how do I enter a building? And then they were like, it's here. And that was literally... The the top of the sentence I was reading. I was like reading the sentence. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much. Like, so like Warhammer so is hard. Often in that, yeah. So after the rule book, it's like, you know, you're wandering the desert, like thirsty and hungry, and you just literally die on the doorstep of the tavern. You know, like <laughs> you're like, you're right there. And like, if you just knew to look up and reach out, I'll use a Canadian reference. It's like getting lost between your house and your barn in a blizzard. Uh, that's that's kind of the experience of going looking. And what an amazing segue, Robert. Well, yeah, exactly. Great segue, but I just wanted to round it off. Sorry uh, to ruin it. Um, that <laughs> you, <laughs> Go ahead. Is that you should, in each one of your practice games, be taking the time to find the joy. Like, just say to yourself, like, oh, I've cast my first magic missile. I'm casting my first uh, vortex. I'm... Uh, it's the first time I've ever unbound. I've rolled a double one. Do the fun stuff, you know, like tell yourself, keep reminding yourself, reinforce that storytelling element as you play. I am a tournament gamer, but that does not mean that the story elements and the narrative of what the miniatures are are removed from my gameplay. And I don't think they should be from yours, not telling you how to play. Enjoy enjoy yeah. the process is what I'm trying to say, instead of just and grind if, the process. Yeah, and if I could follow up on that a little bit, I highly recommend... Maybe like if you're used to playing with one person, if you have a group, like um, I have noticed like a lot of a lot of my like online Warhammer friends have been playing a lot um, of online games, but with people watching, they've been doing uh, teaching games where this is something we can start doing too. Um, they've been, um, you know, like communal, like a group together, like having someone whose job it is to like look up rules and references, which is what I'm going to do on Saturday. Um, you know, like you can you can learn as a group and it becomes more fun. The dynamic is there too. Um, which is great, which is hopefully something that we also provide a little bit, little 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 group learnings. Little group learnings, which is a great segue in how to do some learnings better uh, because there is a huge swath of resources available uh, and Amazing. they're coming, uh, coming thick and fast, available yes. online for people to do a bunch of stuff. And we're going to talk about some of those elements today. But I want to shout out everyone in the YouTube comments. If you listen, if you're one of the silent masses on the podcast, any of you, if you have more suggestions, comments, messages, tweets, Facebook posts, anything you can do uh, to let us know so we can tell more people. Also, obviously, share the video so people can see the ideas as well. Uh, yep. Put them together. And then Val, definitely not me, will put all of the links <laughs> to these things in the uh, show notes so you'll all be able to grab them, uh, hopefully. Hand up here. Uh, yes. okay. All right, so what's the first one you want to start with, boss? Which one, boss? Uh 
Actually, since we're talking about rules, why don't we talk talk about? Um, so previously, I used to talk a lot about whfb.app, but now everybody, we've got toe.whfb.app. Um, this is uh, currently work in progress. So one thing about almost actually all of the literally everything we're going to talk about today are community initiatives. A lot of times, individuals working on these things. Um, and it's amazing how fast they've been coming online and how, how fast these things have been getting created. I know the, I, I, I speak with the person who makes and manages this site and you know, they got the books and the information on launch day. They, that's, that's when they, they got it. Right. So like they, they are not hooked up and you know, he's already gotten, um, almost all of the information. And the reason I'm making this preamble is some of these are works in progress. Toe.whfb.app is a work in progress, but it's going to be an incredible resource as he continues to develop it. So if you go to this link, like in, uh, as soon as this this uh, this this drops and you're like, oh, this, this is lame, just come back to it in a week because um, this guy will will basically create a digital version of the rules that are gonna is gonna make your life referencing, searching, finding things so much easier. When I was playing 8th edition, this app was just incredibly useful because you'll find as you're engaging with with, you know, these rules and previous Warhammer fantasy rules is that you'll look up a rule and then that rule will tell you to reference another rule. Yes. Well, what's really wonderful about um the person who designs these sites is he basically cross-links and backlinks everything. So if if a rule is referenced within another rule, there's a hyperlink there, you go to it immediately. Um, um, just, just, just yeah, for sorry. everyone who's listening to this via the means of audio, uh, toe.app, uh, it's T-O-W, do not do T-O-E. Very mm. different app. Very <laughs> different. Still a great app, just as, as an <laughs> FYI. Well, yeah. <laughs> toe.whfb.app uh, okay. is, is the full thing. Um, uh, so like that'll get you directly to the uh, to the old world version of this. He also, if you're an old head, if you really enjoy the other other rule sets, um, I'm pretty sure at whfb.app, I think he's working on fourth edition or maybe fifth edition. Has sixth, has eighth, has all of the uh, uh, Warhammer Armies project rules, all of them digitized. And again, it's not just a p. This is not just a PDF scan. This is this is um, you know this is a great rules reference. So this is something that makes actually engaging with and interacting with the rules just so much easier. I use this. This was Peter the Falcon um, used this when he was the TO um, of of the first Square Bass GT, mm-hmm. and he absolutely loved it for just being able to get things. The search function is fantastic. So you can just you can get the. It just helps so like remove the grind of you know referencing rules. Um, and um, eventually, in good time, I'm sure they'll add um, they'll they'll start to add the actual um, army rules as well. Um, but you know, right now we're almost he's he's almost through the core rule book, and he, he messaged me. He's like, "Did you know that they write the same rule multiple times throughout the book?" And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, yes, in fact, I did, and that's why I can't wait for you to uh, make sense of all this for me." Thank you. Uh, so I've been reading through the terrain rules a lot uh, the past two days uh, because I'm planning on making some maps this week. Okay, uh, I've got some great ideas for the map as well. I want to tell you about later, but like, I'll try not to make that part of today. Um, and for everyone at home, I don't hate hills, just just to be clear. Um, uh, but the bit that makes me uh, chuckle is there was one comma, which was like, I was like, right, okay, how do you leave a building? And there's uh-huh. our, there's our comma, right? And I'm like, okay, is can you only? Re-? I had to reread it like three to four times. To, I was like, okay. 
that is a break. Like, and I know, obviously, that's what a comma does, but like, it really challenges your your literacy, uh, which is, I think, only a positive for all of us, I guess. Uh, <laughs> people also who skip read really struggle. Yeah. You have to read every word very seriously. So Yes. Um, and also, you kind of, like, again, it's the totality of it. Um, what's interesting, too, is if you go to, um, like, because the rules are... Like like scattered like they're scattered like it, it really the book did need another edit um, which is actually what I think something like this is going to do is it's going to make it so that it's much more able to be used as a reference like the the core rules um, but um, yeah what, one of the issues too is like when when we did the magic review for example I had a table and and there were a list of conditions on one side and we're actually um, there's been some requests on Patreon to release some of our um, you know, slides and content as like references. And I think that one's a good one. Mm. Um, but like in the conditions side, those conditions actually came from multiple different locations in the, in the actual rule book. So they weren't, they weren't all referenced from one magic area. They were referenced from the, there's lots of stuff hidden in the sort of odd scenario section that follows a lot of the, um, the phase summaries. Um, they're referenced in, in sort of offhandly in a partic very particular area. So like, you know, as time goes, we'll learn where these things are. But something like this, um, again, tow.whfb.app um, will be really essential for making your life a lot easier, especially at the table. Yeah, I think, um, I, I think, I think, I would like to make a bunch of sheets for people to have references to. But yeah, I like. Uh, I don't want to say that because that's that's a little bit like. Um, I would say that if you can get yourself a old tablet like an and an a phone that someone isn't using one of those things and just load that up as well uh with quick mm -hmm. references i think you know like we do live in the digital age that's something that's very possible but i i was like a little bit reticent to say that because i'm like ah oh, yeah oh yeah rob i'll just go get another phone i'm like okay i apologize you know like when rents a bajillion pounds or whatever so like sure, I'm, but I'm not saying get another phone i'm saying there might be a way to get like a cheap something that can and now because all of the pdfs have been ripped now um from you know people have bought the epubs turned them into P pdfs they're all over the internet so they're widely available and free which is great like love that that's great because you can't buy the rule book so yeah it's a bit hard to actually get the stuff and people are still grabbing their paper um but you know i wrap it like after like coveting like waiting so long for for like you know all the rules to get here and stuff like i still find myself referencing um, you know, like yearning for for the PDFs that I have, uh, because I just find those easier to engage with, especially if I'm just noodling around. This is even better than than PDFs. Um, it's fantastic. So yeah. I think I think we did it to death. I think I think this is just going to be wonderful. Again, please be patient with the site. It's going to develop at a rapid pace, but it's not 100 percent there. Um, and uh, this is done completely. Um, uh, this is a a you know a thing that that uh, they do mostly for themselves be able to reference the rules more easily um but it's a great great asset for the community so thank you to the developer and um and uh yeah um it's so wicked the, so the next one is uh is my personal favorite so far because uh, once okay. you know the rules you need to build some lists mm -hmm. uh, and so the old dash world dot uh dash builder dot com Okay. Um, is is available uh, and again we'll mm -hmm. put the links below uh, and this is you can just build your lists and a godsend I was stayed up until the wee hours the other night <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I have a lot of lists. Do you want to see some more yeah. lists? One of my other lists is big spells. Uh-huh. <laughs> Naming lists is the best part. Like, I don't know what your how you write lists, but yeah, I've got donkey punches and big spells at the minute. I'm working on a few Excellent. more. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the um, uh, building, so this is where you can obviously just build your lists and it's got all the functionality so you can just see uh, if I want a unit of, I don't know, Chaos Marauders, here you can see if I'm going to give them uh, any of the different upgrades. You probably still need the rule entry for the unit in your hand. You know, you, you're still going to have to look up what flails do, what great weapons do, as an example. Yeah. Uh, what are the different armor, the marks, all that other stuff. But it gives you the option to to just chunder all the points together. I really like this. I personally don't need there to be a rules reference in conjunction with this. Um, uh, but like, we'll talk about that in a bit. This is yep. great. It's fast. It works really well. Uh, all mm-hmm. of, I think all of them are on there here now already. You can import yes. lists, which is good. You can it, it just has cookies, so it just saves my lists. So I was mm-hmm. doing this on my phone, and then I went on to... Uh, the uh, on my computer and it just had all of my lists so did you create did you create an account uh, i created an account yeah so that actually that's what gave you the the cross platform yeah um uh because if you so you it'll save it to your browser if you're just anonymous i think does this one have an account i think it does, no this one doesn't have an account never mind i'm talking smack then you then you have a setting where your cookies are saved and like they transfer back and forth between between uh you know your different devices because if you if you if you didn't have that, it would actually only be on your phone, and it would only be on your your desktop, which is just something to be mindful of. But you can also export and import, which is super handy. Yeah, yeah, it's really really good. Like I, I like this a lot. Like good for people who are like talking with their friends, you know, and then they're you know like oh help me amend my list. You could like send them a list, um, and they yep. can imp- they can import it. They can tinker around with it for you as well, which I think is nice. Um, the the export of the list is also super clean. Um, so like you can make it. Uh, you have some like uh, ability to like make it more compact, so that when you're when we're getting into events and you want to share your army list, um, it actually um, uh, it it will actually be uh, much more succinct. It's not just just doesn't. It's not like the battle scribe output unless you know how to like do all the settings properly. Is like always very very. Um, I don't know too much. Whereas this is actually very, very clean, I find. So it looks nice and it's uh and it's very readable. It's also very fast. Like it was very, very fast. And I know that doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is when you make when you're just clicking stuff through. Echo Scorpion, thanks for resubbing. Uh, and everyone in the chat. Hello chat. Uh yeah. lovely to and see you all. Fully web based, which and it can also be downloaded. Um, like I, I know at least on Android, you can download it as sort of a web app. So it can just be on your phone. Um, same is true, by the way, for for the previous website. You can download the whole thing, um, you know, to your phone, so that way you don't need to have data to access it. If you play in a standard gaming dungeon um, and don't have good cell phone signal, um, you don't need to. You can just save these things to your phone, and then they're they're fully referenceable, which is great. Okay, well, we love. Yeah, I love this. I personally think this is like the game changer. This is what I want uh, for my life. And again, rules references. I'm going to make those references anyway. Um, I'm going to like most of the stuff I think I know off the top of my head most of the time anyway. And stat lines, I'll have either a PDF or a book. Um, but again, I'll know that off the top of my head. It's great. Uh, dude, this is so good. Like, I, like I'm stoked. Like, between the digital resources... Go on. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, uh, just this is so good. And it also was created 
Like that. By the community. So the people behind this, if you scroll to the bottom, there's an about link there. You can actually participate. You can, you can, uh, it's all done through GitHub. Um, so like you can participate by, by reporting, um, you know, errors or omissions or anything like that. But yeah, it's just amazing how fast they put it together. Also, also um, available already in German, French, and Spanish. Yes. Um, saw some YouTube comments about the translations out there of Old World not being so great. So, uh, <laughs> from the so official probably, one from Games Workshop, not this website, which will be much yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that one, I would say that one, as far as a uh, army builder is concerned, sort of does what it says on the tin. It's Old World Army Builder, and that's what it does. I'm sure these guys are going to add functionality over the time. But there is another army building app, which I, uh, or site, which I've encountered. Uh, which I think is really, really, really good. And um, it's called newrecruit.eu. Mm -hmm. um, have you messed with this one much, much, Rob? No, uh, no, I haven't. The other one was free, and that's all I needed. So, like, New Recruit also, New Recruit also free. Um, so, like this, uh, it does have basically if you chip them uh, a donation or something, you can unlock some additional features. Um, but New Recruit is also free. Why don't we click here and try it now? We can, we can, we can show off what it does because this. This does something that I think is really, really clutch for actually playing the game. Um, so New Recruit comes from the Ninth Age uh, group who have, uh, who have, uh, uh, oh, oh, apparently you have used New Recruit at some point. This, um, isn't, this isn't me. Uh, I think, oh, okay. I think um, uh, we had the Ninth Age Masters here the other day and they streamed from my computer. So I think uh, this is, this is their, those guys doing some Ninth Age so stuff. Bring up a Ninth Age list because it'll show you It'll be close enough. Um, these these don't um, uh, right now in New Recruit. They have just the core factions. Okay, so yeah, these are this is actually just the playing with lists. Okay, because uh, I wanted to show some of the army building features, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, I, I haven't. Like, okay, so uh, New Recruit, and then it's got a feature when you uh, get the when you actually put the units in, right? Yeah. So what I really really love about this is that it creates consolidated unit cards. So uh, once you actually built your lists, you can basically click on one of the unit entries and it will show you all of the rules uh, as well as the, the unit profile and all that sort of stuff. So from New Recruit, you can build like a proper, um, you know, battle scroll or data slate for each unit. Again, making reference that much easier for you when you're starting to learn the game. Um, so that's really what, to me, made New Recruit stand out. And also when, uh, when you're building a list, uh, you know, each one of the options uh, as you're building it will have a little basically eyeball con uh, icon next to it. You can click on it and you'll be like, oh, that's what that magic item does. Oh, that's what spears do. Um, so for me, who has a ho whole lot of trouble holding all of this information, even after, you know, really being immersed in it for a while now, I still struggle with a lot of the USRs and stuff because I haven't had a lot of on the table uh, action, which is where I really, I don't know, where I really implant information. Um, when it's all just sort of philosophical, it's hard for me to keep straight. So, so I find New Recruit, the combination of being able to reference rules and also army build at the same time, really, really useful. Um, and as far as I know, Toe, as it's known in there, um, you know, doesn't have any sort of pay-to-play features because obviously uh, they don't own it. Um, so uh, it's, it's um, when you're actually building old world um, lists, I find it to be very good. And because it's also an army builder that's, um, been sort of developed for Ninth Age and has been in use for a long time. I feel like they have... They've worked out uh, a lot of the really bugs. Worked out a lot of bugs and um, some more, I think, advanced functionality, which is really great. 
Um, so I've really, really liked uh, my time with newrecruit.eu. I switched over to it from oldworldbuilder.com. Both are fantastic. Um, at, again, it's one of those things where you can sort of, where it's web-based, but you can save it to your phone. Um, if you create an account, also all of your stuff will follow you around. Um, that's not something I think Old World Builder has. Old World Builder is all done through cookies in your browser. Okay. Yeah. Um, whereas this, if you logged in somewhere with your account, you'll get all of your lists and things. Um, so yeah, okay. yeah. Army, Army Builder. Uh, sorry, NewRecruit.eu uh, is this one, and oh, I, you might I have really, convinced really like me. It. You might have convinced me. I convinced um, me to move across. One downside of newrecruit.eu right now is that um, they only have the core factions so far. They're working on the legacy factions. That's probably going to be an any day now type thing. So by the time, who knows when you're watching this, it might already be a thing. But right now, it's still only core factions. So if you want to be list noodling with, uh, with, the, with the renegades, um, yeah, using army, uh, oldworldbuilder.com is, is the best option right Which now. Which is our name for legacy factions. So some people have got pissy that we use that all the time, but we're going to keep using it because it's fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's fun. It's, it's fun. And also, I would much rather you be like, what the hell is a renegade faction uh, than uh, continue to use, uh, refer to them as legacy or legended. Because the more we ignore them and just use them, the more likely it is that they'll just let us use them and support them properly. And provide errata and updates. So that's it. Um, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna share my next one if that's a vibe with everyone else. Uh, would love to. So, so mine is uh, some fan made content. Uh, so I, I love a bit of that. So obviously a lot of us. So one of the things that I find very disingenuous with the conversations that are occurring online is people saying things like. Well, if you don't buy the books, uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, sorry, if you don't buy the books and or you don't buy the models and how will the game survive and stuff. And uh, I don't know if anyone's aware of the term astroturfing, um, especially like big corporate accounts that like do Reddit threads and the amount of bot farming that's done in actual proper advertising. But it kind of like uh -huh. dawned on me this morning. I was reading Reddit and then I was like, oh my God, Games Workshop is actually so bad at advertising. They don't even <laughs> use like the very standard evil practices that normal corporations use, like astroturfing for products and other such stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure, and, I'm yes. like, like and you do it for them, uh, dear listener. And I'm like, that's, yeah. that's hilarious. Anyway, because, <laughs> because most of the, and as you can see, here's me supporting the company with my Laura Magic cards worth £8,000 on the internet. Uh, mm -hmm. and my Kingdom Bretonian cards, unsealed, probably because I'll sell it, uh, and then my Magic Items cards, uh, yep. Tomb, King, Tomb King cards I did sell to my friend Sid yep. at a, a gross markup of two Exorbit pounds. Exorbitant price. <laughs> two pound markup. <laughs> I was like, get scalped, Sid. Um, I will <laughs> say that I, I genuinely put mine up for auction, and they sold for a, a pretty penny to a, a, a viewer of the show, so shout out to the person who bought my stuff on eBay. Who we were chatting, we were chatting, uh, uh, we were chatting in, 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 uh, in on on the eBay Messenger, uh, and they they did pay they they paid good good money. So I'll be sending a a, a little extra Easter egg of of dwarf goodness along with oh my, the you little deck. angel, you little well, angel. You know, you know. I mean, they're a supporter of the show, so maybe they felt like it was going to uh, at least a. Uh, a decent place but uh anyway yes auctions well, on the ebay getting pretty frothy right now for cards 
So, well, if you can't be asked with any of that and you can't even be bothered with the standard price of what cards are, uh, mm-hmm. um, someone has made it so that they have made a bunch of magic cards. You can see them here. The link, the Google link will be in. And these are not for reproduction, replication, or anything like that. These are references so that your special cards that you've purchased from Games Workshop can go in your collector's sleeves uh, and, right. sit on, and sit on your shelf. And then these can be the cards that you use safely on the tabletop where you're spill drinks and other stuff and obviously fingers yeah exactly so these are not meant uh to replicate them so obviously only use these if you've bought the actual cards of course etc etc uh but as you can see here uh lovely there's a link in the chat uh someone you can buy them a coffee i gave this uh, i bought this guy from the squarebase patreon we bought them 10 coffees uh so oh, wow he, uh so i which i thought was very good of us um but as you can see here demonology one of the things that is actually i'm going to do this now actually live on air i'm going to kind of showcase something something i'm quite upset about actually like if you don't mind so here's the cards here's the spell cards here we go right so you've got glittering robe which is illusion spell but what mm-hmm. breaks my heart is all the backs are the same. I know, right? I come just get, like I want Fireball to be from the red fiery deck. Yeah. Do you know, like, you know what I mean? Like I actually really upset me more than I thought yes. it would. <laughs> yes, I know. And anyone who didn't play eighth doesn't realize like the backs used that each 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 college of magic had, and actually subsequently each faction uh lore would have like a really cool, like, I don't know drawing on the back to represent that faction of like a wizard from that that lore and uh yeah they just went with generics on the back so anyway yes big bummer there so so someone has done like the work that gw wouldn't uh and then as you can see if you're getting some spells from the forces of fantasy uh you know your your high elf cards have got some uh some cool high elf artwork as well as all of the information that you need uh on here as well which is cool and i Super even dope. and i also adore that the designer credited themselves on the card. Like, I adore that to a degree I can't begin to describe. Like, at the bottom of the card, they were like, also, I did this, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, these are super handy. Yeah, these are, these are great. So I, I, I most likely will be, and these are, as you can see, they've got a, a bleed, um, so you can get these printed out, um, and then you can use them as your backup cards. Uh, and in no mm-hmm. way does anyone who doesn't have these, uh, please don't use them if you haven't actually bought the cards. That would be something just that would honestly make me so sad. Yes. I mean, all of these are references uh, uh, to be used with your um, uh, paid for print copies. Of course. Of course. Goes without saying, Robert. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> don't even need to attorney, say it. Our attorney, our attorney is pleased that we said it, though. Yeah. Um, and, so, and don't forget this show is, for, it, this show is only for entertainment. Of course. I think what we can actually do is, I don't know if that was a Honest Wargamer hosted um, file, but maybe that's where we can stash some of our own um, game aids. No, it's, um, not, no it's, not, it's not actually our, it's not our, it's not us, someone else. Oh, okay. It's not us. Okay. So never, never mind. Never mind. So Squarebase game aids will be linked somehow differently. Uh, and we'll tell you where, when we get there. Um, shall we talk about some online ways to play while we round this one out? I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to. So uh, we next one. This one looks really interesting. I haven't seen this before. So this next one, give me a second. I'm just doing some some very fast editing uh, no on problem. the scenes. Uh, here you so, go. So we've got, what is this? What is this? Because I immediately love it, whatever it is. So this is Warhol.eu. Um, again, this is an, uh, basically this is a, um, so this to, is give, to give a quick, 
this is TT. So basically right now I'd say what most people use to play, you know, Warhammer online is something called tabletop simulator, which we'll talk about for sure. Um, this is a, um, a completely designed game for use with, um, tabletop battle, uh, sorry, tabletop battle games, war games. Um, and it was developed by the people behind, or at least some people adjacent to ninth age. So it was designed for ninth age, which mechanically works exactly like Warhammer fantasy. So it's very, very well suited um, to being used for playing games of old world. Um, one amazing thing about about um, Warhol um, that I've uh, and I'll get to some significant downsides um, is is that it interacts with um, NewRecruit.eu. So essentially, you create your list in NewRecruit.eu and then you import it to Warhol very seamlessly, um, and and your Ooh. army just appears in the deployment uh, area and oh. it's good to go. Oh, did literally, literally a couple of clicks, um, which which is alone is amazing. And then the features, like essentially, I was able to get to a place where I felt very confident that I could play a game of fantasy probably within ten minutes of of installing the app. On my on my computer, um, and that's not the experience you're going to have with TTS. Full stop. Period. The experience with TTS is going to be very very different because it's much more um, you know it's much more community driven. It's not purpose built for wargaming. Yeah. Um, and it's all pirated assets. The other thing that's nice about this is that um, sorry, you inspired know, by assets. <clears throat> inspired by assets. No, straight pirated in most cases. Um, so. Uh, the, the, that's actually another really good benefit. I think of Warhol is that these guys have been at it for a while. Uh, the ninth age people, um, developed ninth age from the mindset of, ah, we're going to get sued. So I think they're very careful with, um, you know, the, the, basically the IP and the content that they do appropriate. So I would feel much more confident in Warhol, uh, in the sense that, you know, it's, it's, you know, not going to get, you know, removed from the internet uh, and, you know, no, you no longer have access to the things that let you play. Um, so I really, really like Warhol a lot and at just first blush. I think maybe Rob and I, um, it would be great to maybe do a demo yeah, game let's, let's try uh, to using play a game Warhol. Together. Yeah, that sounds fun. So here's the downside, Rob, because it's pretty significant. So you can sign, so you sign up, you create an account and you get 30 days to play for free. Yeah. And then what happens is after your 30 days, um, the it is a subscription-based game, and the subscription is let me guess, let me guess, let me let me guess, high. let me guess, twelve yeah. pounds a month. Uh, on a monthly basis, it's I think I think twelve euro a month is not wrong. I think if you if you scroll down, maybe you can find a pricing uh, tab. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to misrepresent it, um, but it's very high on a monthly basis. And my assumption here, and this is going to be a little there we go, it's expensive. I, uh, there, can, can I uh, can I disagree? Okay, all right. Please disagree. So so this is this would be if I've got this right. This is six dollars a month, six to nine dollars a month, or something. If so, if I bought months. the twelve month, if I put, if I bought the twelve month, that would be somewhere around ten bucks a month, about one hundred and twenty dollars a year. I argue that I think looking at it now. Now, obviously, I've not used it, and you get to try it for thirty days for free. I don't know. This feels very cheap. So it depends on how you look at it. My thing is I want more like I first blush again. I want to get deep into it, but I would love to see people using this as the platform. And maybe there's something, I don't know, Warhol. If you, if you have a developer of Warhol or if you know somebody, 
please reach out to us because uh, like I've I've actually gotten targeted advertising from from Warhol I think on Facebook so like they're clearly seeing this as an opportunity but this to me looks like a, a group doing an expensive thing which is developing a game for a very niche community needing with with a basically a, a fee that needs to meet that right like it's expensive to run this the servers to run this the development costs all that kind of stuff I understand people need to make but to get people in the door I would love I would love to see some some something else on the pricing and maybe there's a promo code or something we can get them to do I well, don't there, know. well there, there is there is uh there is like you know I mean there's 30 days to try out right like that's your answer mm -hmm. like the more than anything there's 30 days to just to to go for it which I think is yes very very reasonable so um yeah, I'm going to say this is definitely on my list. You've given me two amazing things here. I'm hype. This is great. So, I'm going to try both. So, yeah, Warhol, I, I, I'm so excited to, to get going with it. And, um, and especially with New Recruit makes the process so, so easy. Because the alternate to this, which is TTS, Tabletop Simulator, which is, I would say, the current uh, go-to option for playing uh, Fantasy and others online, um, is uh, all done with community created. Essentially, you download TTS and it's 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 a three dimensional sandbox, and you can play any game that you like in it as long as someone's made the assets for it. Um, and so, finding those assets, um, you would you would do it through the uh, through the Steam Workshop. Um, and right now, if you were to go looking for, um, I, I don't even know if I want to publish the if I, if I want to say it out there. But anyway, if you look for Old World. <laughs> In the Steam Workshop, you're probably going to find some stuff, and there's some really good stuff. And there's a particularly uh, there's one contributor who's done some really really awesome um, some really really awesome assets for the the different armies, and also um, a, a table to play on. Um, there's an there's also a table to play on that you can download. That's actually for Warhammer Fantasy. If you were to look for I don't know Warhammer Fantasy table, you might find it. Um, and that one is a really excellent. Like basis, I was a, a friend of mine, Danny, um, that I do Grim After Dark with. Uh, he he pointed me out to that one. Really great basic table for playing in TTS. And again, tons of assets out there. The big, I'd say, negative to TTS versus um, versus something like Warhol is again, TTS is designed to be able to handle anything. And if you've already, you know, there's a lot of people out there who just put their time in during the pandemic and learned how to get through all of the annoying. It's it's basically the Warhammer of video games. If you want it, if you want it bad enough, TTS is going to work for you really, really well. Mm. Um, but there are just so many barriers to getting a game going, including once you have your army, you got to put literally. It's it's like it's like getting ready for a game uh, in real life, except you're wearing oven mitts and and like you know like and are in, and a really tight sweater. So because you have to manipulate everything in three dimensions. <laughs> Uh, it's it's very hard, and you've got to you've got to get all your guys ranked onto trays, um, and you got to so you got to find the trays. You got to figure out all the like ways people have found to um, to actually um, you know do things like wheels and movement on trays, which by the way has been solved by the community. It is all totally possible to do it in TTS, um, but in something like Warhol, literally your army appears on on the sidelines and it's designed for a rank and flank game so every inch is measured correctly when you're wheeling or pivoting on the spot or any number of things so i i have to say that for the cost cuz tts is going to cost you money up front anyway i feel like warhol is is by far the best it can also be played web based 
from what I can tell. So like, I don't know. Warhol does seem to be the best and it also feels like the most likely to survive uh, because again, like none of the assets, all of the assets are, are not stolen. Like they're all, they're all just, the games may look less good because you know, you're not maybe using models that are taken from, I don't know, Total War. Um, but you, you know, so like the games may not on the table look quite as stunning as it can in, in TTS. Um, but I think the functionality of it is just so overwhelmingly awesome. Like even something like um, when you're scoring in in Warhol, you because both players can import their lists. Uh, when you're doing kill points, um, like there's a there's a scorecard that'll pop up, and you just click on your the item in your list to add up the kill points as you okay. go. Um, you know, like that, like just something like that. The, like I I'd be tempted to have let's give Warhol. It a Should we I'd be tempted to have it open while I'm playing in real life um, because. <laughs> Because like that just makes makes life so much easier for scorekeeping. Um, so yeah, I'm breathlessly enthusiastic for Warhol. I can tell. I can tell. Like very keen. All right. Well, listen. Uh, if there are people, we have some of the chat. So Laggy, the Ninth Age. Uh, I use Warhol for Ninth Age as game changer. Yes. So like, listen. Everyone's going to be doing something different. And I think the best bit about this show and all the other shows is that as a community, we're all developing assets ideas thoughts and things to do which is fun uh so drop them in comments share them with your friends you know do these things give us feedback i don't like it because of this because honestly like we should be looking for feedback we should be looking for ways to yeah. improve what we're all doing together as a community because that is the best thing about a community right like is developing those things so uh okay love this uh this is cool um this is the end of the series of lists right uh, there's actually one more I want to shout out, actually, which is something called Universal Battles 2, uh, which I didn't give you a link to, uh -huh. um, but uh, I, you probably Google it real fast. But Universal uh, Battles 2 does not, as far as I can tell, have any like pre-made assets. It's kind of like TTS, except it's it's basically it's two dimensions, so it's top-down only. Um, so it will look very bare-bones, but again, is built for wargaming, and so I think as an option for the community to develop assets for, uh, as an alternative to probably Warhol, I think Universal Battles 2, again, easier easier and um, more accessible from a mechanics point of view um, uh, to be used for tabletop wargaming. Right now, out of the box, you can play Kings of War on here, so it has the assets for Kings of War. Um, so I think certainly someone out there in the community will, will build stuff for Old World. It's it's wide open right now, as far as I can tell. It's very underutilized. I don't think a lot of people are using this. I remember when I first started playing 40k, people used this a lot. I think the Ninth Age group, uh, the Ninth Age people, used to use um, this a lot um, before maybe switching to something like Warhol. It's again very bare bones. Can be played on on a lot of different platforms. Is sort of a open source or community created. Um, so it it does look like a really good potential option. Uh, but right now, I didn't see much stuff already going for Old World. It wasn't. It wasn't like TTS. Uh, sorry, it wasn't like Warhol or even TTS, where I was able to get the assets I wanted very quickly. Um, this one looks like it's still. You, you got. We got to figure out where to look to find stuff to actually play games of Old World with it. Okay. But as far as like a as far as like a platform is concerned, I think it's uh, like well worth a look. Uh, but Warhol for me is 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 clear number one. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Lovely. Lovely. That's a great list of stuff like uh, where to get the rules, how to build lists, how to play the game, you know, especially if you're not near people. I got one little shout out, if you don't mind. We, of course. we have just made our first 
Look at these. Oh, you can't see it. Uh, there you go. Uh, our first uh, angle widget things. Have you seen these? Nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is fun. So these are cool. So these are little Those... for, for finding your angles on a tray. Am I making for your light for your line of arc or arc of arc of sight? Arc of sight. Yeah. For your yeah. arc of sight. Um, arc of these sight are really, things. really, really, really handy widgets. Although loads um, of people sell them, I'd like to be clear. They're available. Yeah, but not as cool as that. They're available everywhere. We've got them on our website, and then I'm going to today, make sure you t remind me to do it, going to put the STL up for the Squarebase Patreons uh, oh, so nice. that they, they can print it themselves. But we're also, Beautiful. if you don't have a printer, we'll sell them uh, we'll sell them as well. I think the big one might be too big. It's fucking huge. Like, it looks like about... The big one looks to be about as big as the one that we handed out at the Squarebase GT, which was yeah. a cut piece of plastic. But so, uh, yeah, so the, the little one was specifically designed for like thirty mil stuff. All of this stuff is super interesting. Shout out uh, to Marcus, I think he's in the chat still, um, uh, who's also helping me work on um, a a wheel movement uh, shape as well. There's a there's a bunch of different like little physical assets because I think one yes. of the things that happens is when we all look at all this stuff uh, like you know on Warhol or TTS or any of these other things. Some of those things are kind of mechanically done. So producing yeah. producing resources for people so that they can buy all of those physical addendums like cards and other stuff. Uh, yeah. I think is is one of those things that I'm very personally interested in because I'm most excited about playing on the tabletop. Yes. I'm I, I like you know you and me definitely we're going to play some games on Warhol like we're definitely yes. going to do that but I'm going to pretty much hate it like I can just already feel it in my like I just like the physicality of which is why I play wargaming right you know versus everything yes. else uh, I, I I will say that they're poor they're poor proxies but I will say that when you're just looking to try something uh, or if you want to just practice and get your head around it, they are really, really useful. And there are some people who engage with these games now entirely through TTS. And uh, like for the 40K TTS scene is is significant. Um, and, uh, you know, the old world scene, especially since models are hard to come by, this could be a good way to keep the game alive while, you know, people, you know, the production meta, meta catches up and all that kind of stuff. Gets people out there trying stuff. Um, so uh, I'm I'm really, really pleased that these things exist. You You mentioned... As well, um, you know, feedback and and providing that a guy a team like Warhol, you know, they're professionals. You know, they're they're looking to actually make money off of the platform. So you know, like you know, you can give them feedback as a business. But a lot of these things that we've mentioned are largely just community supported and built resources for people who said, "I want that for myself." Here it is for everyone else too. So for them, don't be don't be a shithead. Uh, not that I think everyone would be, but if something's not there, you know, polite feedback is is good. Remember, we're early days, so like a lot of stuff is still being updated. In, uh, for example, in New Recruit, again, only core factions available at this second. Um, but I'm sure any day you'll see um, you'll see the the rest of the the Renegade factions appear. Um, so really, really awesome stuff from the community. So quickly is is great to see. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, it's been really fun. I've got to shout out, before we kind of wrap up the show, I've mm -hmm. uh, got to shout out also uh, that we've been getting shout outs, which has been pretty insane. Uh, so shout out to Goobertown Hobbies, uh, especially uh, on his most recent podcast. He said that he wasn't, uh, I don't want to, uh, like you can go listen to the bit he talked about, um, but he was talking about the fact that he wasn't too sure about the old world returning, old miniatures, you know, an old way to play a bunch of other stuff, although it hit him in the nostalgia. But he'd been watching the show and it got him excited to realize that there was other people who were going to try and like, you know, 
Uh, and there is, is m- many other creators and tournament organizers and other people that are going to help produce a community in a scene other than us. So let's just shout those all out as well. But they were like, yeah. oh, like they were like, he was like, he was just excited to see some other people be excited about a project. And that is fun. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun. Yeah. So shout out to Goobs for that. That was a nice, enjoyable little bit. And that- and to uh, to give the correct shout out, that's actually the Paint Bravely. So Paint Bravely, the podcast uh, was, was where they were talking about it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it was really, really cool. I mean, I think maybe gave us a little more credit than deserved. Um, but nonetheless, um, you know, like there are so many people out there very, very excited to actually get out there, play this game, organize events, do things, create assets and apps and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we've been lucky to be able to, you know, garner an audience and a platform. So I'm glad to be able to shout out these people who are doing stuff. And thank you very much to the goobs um, on on the podcast for for the kudos. At least we're entertaining. Uh, good for painters to have on in the background. That's nice to hear. <laughs> no, painters don't want. That's why painters listen to law videos. They want no emotional highs. Okay, because if you laugh as you're painting, you say, Whoop. that's time. That's lost time. That's, that's lost, lost time. time. No, that's why everyone's <laughs> like, why are YouTubers like why are law YouTubers so so popular? They no emotional spikes, just complete like mm hmm mm hmm. I will mm-hmm. say, and you guys can add this in the in the comments. I have seen a lot of comments of people being like, "Thanks, you know, like we've been I've been listening to you guys while painting, and I've gotten X amount done, which makes me feel great about the complete nothingness that I've gotten done." Um, so, uh, so yeah, like I like anyone working on hobby projects and stuff and armies. So glad that we've given you uh, some something to listen to. Yeah, and post the pictures. Hashtag square based. Make sure you yeah. know, square based. Uh, hashtag square blessed whatever you want to <laughs> hashtag at this, at, <laughs> at this point <laughs> uh right cool so um you are playing on saturday i'm playing on wednesday that's pretty fun i'm going to be bunch uh putting out a whole bunch of new army overviews over the next few weeks uh which is i'm very much looking forward to i honestly can't make them fast enough which is kind of breaking my heart but i'm really enjoying the process hope people are yeah. excited about it i know you know as we get deeper in um, but hopefully that's resources people can keep going back to all the time, which is decent. Yeah, they're really wonderful, Rob. Keep it up at whatever pace you can handle. Uh, I love them every time they drop. So keep it up, bud. We all love right. it. Perfect. Well, listen, thank you to everyone, especially everyone on the Square Base Patreon for being superstars. Everyone in the Twitch chat for being absolutely 11 out of 10. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just you, buddy. Buddy, you got any shout outs? Anyone want to use holler, holler at? Um. Uh, I will do one. I, we've shouted them out before, and they asked for a collab, Rob. So I don't, I don't know. I said talk to my agent, Rob Symes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> and they were like, and we tried. He just doesn't get back to us. <laughs> uh, the dwellers below had a really, really great episode on list building, and there are some OGs of fantasy podcasting. I don't feel bad shouting them out. I would really, really recommend their last episode. Really cool. Uh, four guys who clearly know how to be uh event gamers uh so uh it's it was really great and a lot of cool ideas came out of that for me personally so shout out to that yeah they're great guys like i've, I've been long time fans uh which has been which has been lovely uh so yeah i'm really excited to see them back and a bunch of other creators as well so thanks for listening to square based uh you know like comment subscribe leave some comments all that other jazz uh and i just want to thank again everyone for the support it's stunning uh mm-hmm. i'm still kind of amazed by it all but thank you You're all great. Thank you to the Twitch show. Thanks, everyone. See you soon.